Welcome to the Joy Revolution Podcast, where you'll stop letting the chaos of adulting fuck with your joy of living. Because can we all agree that adulting is a lot? All the responsibilities, obligations, chores, all the things you gotta do so that you can look like you've got it all together. But that's only half the story. What about how your life feels on your insides? How come no one ever taught you about that? I'm Elizabeth Wallace, a certified integrative life coach here to school you on the essential skills of working with your internal world, your emotions, your nervous system, your bodily sensations, and your thoughts so that you can close the gap between a life that looks good on paper and a life that actually feels good to you on your insides. Let's dig in. Oh, hey, and welcome back to the Joy Revolution podcast. Um, Today, we are talking all about relationships. Now, one of the most common questions that I get asked typically within the first few weeks of working with someone new is, can I talk about my relationship with you? Like, is that an area I can get coached on? The answer is, hell yes, you can, right? This is holistic life coaching. It is about you on your insides as well as how you relate to and are in relationship with the people and circumstances in your life. So hell yeah, and today we're going to focus on relationships. Now, as you know, there is not one quick fix or one tool that will help everyone in their relationships, except I do think that what I'm about to share with you today, if practiced and if really looked at can vastly improve most relationships and solve many, many relationship challenges. Okay. But first, before I share the tool, I want to talk about like kind of how relationships morph over time. And I'm going to focus specifically on partnered relationships, whether it is a husband, a wife, a significant other. Um, I'm going to be focusing on that today and using language around that, but this model and everything I'm about to talk about can be applied to any relationship in your life. So whether it is your own parent or your mother-in-law, father-in-law, your boss, a friendship, right? So I'm going to be talking specifically with regard to significant others, but if you want to just like transpose this onto another relationship that you feel like could feel better, be better, um, please do so, okay? All right, so when relationships come to be, actually, no, like, let's back up a hot second. You're younger, right? Put yourself back in time. And what are we doing throughout our childhood and teen years? We're developing a sense of self, right? Like, who are, who am I? What do I like? What am I good at? How do I learn? Who are my friends? Like just you're kind of developing your sense of self. And so I want you to picture a circle. And all throughout your childhood and teen years and and we'll get to this forevermore, you are constantly developing 
what is inside your circle, meaning what are your values? What are your qualities and skills, right? You're filling up this circle with all the things that make you, you. And then you enter into relationship with someone. Now that person has also been developing all the things that make them, them, right? Maybe they're like, oh, I'm a total animal lover and I love this particular type of show and I I love math class, but I writing is really challenging for me, right? All these things go into their bubble. Maybe they're like, maybe you're older and you're like, I value family and I value honesty and someone else is like, I value connection and I value humor, right? All these things live in your respective bubbles. Now, as you progress and you start to actually enter into real relationships with other humans, I want you to picture your relationship like it's a Venn diagram, right? You have your circle filled with all your stuff that makes you you, and the person that you are in relationship with, right, your partner, has their circle with everything that makes them them, When you enter into a relationship, these two circles sort of merge together to create this Venn diagram, right? With this uh, shared overlap in the middle. And then the rest of your respective bubbles, circles, are on the outside, right? If you can't picture what I'm saying, um, I created an Instagram post that I will link in the show notes and you can go and click on that and like actually visualize what it is that I'm describing to you if I'm not doing a good job with my words. Okay, so you have this Venn diagram. Now, in the beginning of relationships, it is a very normal for those circles to overlap quite a bit, almost as though they're like laying on top of each other, right? Know what I mean? But um, right, because you're sort of like, in that honeymoon phase where you're sharing everything and discovering everything about what's in each other's bubbles. And so there's just so much overlap and experiencing of the other person's perspective and ideas and values and qualities and skills and interests and hobbies. Their past, right? Your past also lives in your bubble, all your previous experiences. So those bubbles very naturally, or circles, very naturally have a larger overlay than where you will progress to, which is where we're going to get to next. One thing that happens that is very common is as you are developing in your relationship, and say it is a long-term relationship like a marriage. My husband and I just celebrated our 10-year anniversary this year of being married. We've been together for 16 years. is you get to decide, and and no one tells you this, you get to decide how much your bubbles overlap. And there's a broad spectrum, right? So like, for example, my parents, their circles are like almost completely overlapping. Not, Not fully, but very overlapping. They like to do everything together. And then I know couples who really, really value their separate lives and doing their own thing, and their bubbles don't overlap quite as much, okay? In a healthy relationship, the two people, you and your partner, will have decided intentionally what 
goes in the center area of overlap. How big is that overlap and what goes in there? And we're going to talk about that in a second, like how to actually build that, how to how to create that. All right, but I want to address that where a lot of relationships start feeling a little bit funky is when there is not clarity around how much your circles overlap and what is included in the overlap. Okay, so for example, if you have a very enmeshed relationship with your partner, right, where maybe you are like taking on all of their stress and all of their anxiety and it's hard to separate their bad mood from your bad mood, or if you find yourself people-pleasing them a little bit, sort of like, hey, what do you want for dinner? I don't know. What do you want for dinner? Right? Or, you know, they want to do this, so they want to go away for the weekend. I don't really want to, but, but I, you know, I'll just do it because they want to. Right? Any time you start to feel like they have more sway, like you are smaller than they are, um, or you start to feel like you lose yourself, It very well could mean that your bubble is crossing over into their bubble, meaning you are taking on what is actually theirs, what belongs to them, something like their emotions that is theirs to manage, right? Their preferences are theirs, but you also have yours, right? So when you're bubble gets smaller, meaning the part that is on the outside of the the overlap gets smaller, that's when you start to feel like you lose yourself. And what you're going to want to do is move your bubble back a little bit or to the side a little bit so that you gain more of yourself back. And you do that by having a very clearly defined idea of what goes in this center section. Essentially, what defines your marriage or relationship? Again, we're going to get to that in a second. It also could look like resentful relationships. Yeah, and I see this a lot with um, partnerships that are long-term, especially with kids involved. There can be resentment that bubbles up over time, right? And often what is happening here is when your partner's bubble starts to invade your bubble little bit by little bit by little bit. And this could look like them sort of foisting their needs upon you, right? Um, A partner who is asking too much of you. And, you know, it's a whole sort of separate conversation when another little human is involved because then you, like a child, right? Or or a pet where then there's a, a third bubble present and often that bubble is very dependent or and so the way that that looks is on paper you have your two overlapping bubbles and then a third bubble that's like maybe in the middle and sort of is taking a little bit from each of you individually and then there's this shared piece in the middle right and, and I'll create a visual for for this as well I'm not going to go deep into how to to manage that I go into that in depth with my one-on-one clients but um, I'll create a visual so you can see what that looks like but this is where resentment comes in and so essentially what this comes down to is hey in order for you to have a healthy relationship you need to have two essential components 
The first is a strong sense of self, right? knowing what is in your bubble, what belongs to you. And these are things like your interests, your personal interests, right? your love language to give and to receive, your general preferences, your hobbies, your desires, what you do for work, your own emotions, your values, your beliefs, your hopes, your past experiences, your talents, your capabilities, your boundaries, and your innate qualities. Right? These are some, but not all, of the things that make up you. And then the second essential component is a clear understanding of what makes up your relationship, your particular relationship. And this requires questions like an actual intention around what do you want your relationship to be about? What are your shared interests? your shared hopes? What roles do you want to play for one another? Right? And as a reminder, because <laughs> this has come up a couple of times, you cannot be a mother and a lover to the same person. So mother and lover should not go in this shared centerpiece, right? If you are not feeling uh, like you want to be intimate with your partner, check to see if you have both mother and lover in this shared overlap section, okay? And also, what are your shared values? What's your shared vision for your life? What are you aiming towards? How do you want to divide responsibilities, whether it's with regard to the house, your finances, dependents? And what are your preferred communication styles? Right? Everything that goes in this shared center section should be actively and intentionally agreed upon and understood by both of you. Because when that is clear and when you have a clear sense of self, then you are a strong, grounded, independent, unique human in a clear relationship with another grounded, capable, strong, unique human. And you do not end up enmeshed or resentful or overly dependent or lacking connection, right? So these are the essential components of a healthy relationship. And again, this sort of Venn diagram tool has been very, very, very useful um, when working on creating relationships that feel better. Right? And, and let me be clear that these, like your bubbles might kind of float in and out towards one another and away from one another at different phases in your relationship. Right? 
in the beginning, like I mentioned, they might be really overlapping because you're getting to know everything about the other person, learning to read them and understand them. And then later on, you might float apart a bit. And then you might realize, huh, I want there to be more overlap. I want there to be more connection, more shared vision. And you might bring these circles closer together. But when you have this visual and this understanding of these components, it's easier to do that versus wondering, why doesn't my relationship feel good anymore? Why do I feel so distant from my partner? Why do I feel so resentful of my partner? Well, it's because your two circles either are not overlapping in the amount that you want them to or what is the difference between what is in the shared area in the middle or what is in your respective circles on the outside is not clear enough. Okay, so this tool in and of itself can bring you so much freaking clarity and is a really good, fun, I swear, I swear, fun um, exercise to do with your partner. Okay, so again, I will link this visual in the show notes. This is sort of the starting ground for any conversation that I have with anyone about relationships because it can clear up so much muddiness. And as we develop in relationships with people, as we start to evolve ourselves, right? Actually, this is important to say, right? We don't meet someone and stay static, Right? Like I met my husband 16 years ago. I was a very different person 16 years ago. Right? And so as I have evolved, different things have filled my bubble. Our shared vision has shifted. Right? I think a lot of you know that when we first got together, kids were not in that shared middle section. We both did not want children. And now we have a toddler. Right? And so eventually... We decided, hey, we want to put this in the middle. Well, and then we had to sort of work out, now we have this child, right? What does that then mean for our overlap? Whose responsibility is all these different parts of parenting? All right, so you are going to evolve and change and there has to be room for that and intention around that. Relationships don't just develop easily and organically over time there's a re- there's a reason why relationships are challenging is because you are evolving as a human they are evolving as a human and thus your relationship must evolve with you and that simply takes some attention and this is the tool that you can use to help visualize and bring awareness to that with your loved one okay all right I will, again, link this visual in the show notes. Go, enjoy, bring this to your partner, sit down, get comfy, get cozy, and let these questions percolate and allow them to bring bring clarity to your relationship. All right, I love you, and I will talk to you next week. Thank you so much for listening. My hope is that every single one of these episodes brings you closer to a life that feels better to you on your insides. And if you're looking for more, you can find tons of tools and tips, ideas, and perspectives on my Instagram at Elizabeth the Joy Coach. 
And if you're curious about working together personally, you can find out more info about that on my website, which is linked in the show notes. And don't forget to rate and review this podcast wherever you are listening so that more people can join the joy revolution and get out from underneath the heaviness of adulting.